When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Basketball. Basketball is the theme of the moment um, because the NBL uh, tips off tomorrow night and it's the Nelson Giants against our very own SENZ Otago Nuggets uh, and one of the star players for the Nuggets will be Sam Timmons. He is a big, a genuine big, uh, and expected uh, with the experience he's putting behind him now uh, to be one of the front runners in the comp this year. And that's why we've got him on. Good morning to you, Sam. Morning, Smitty. How are you going? Oh, I'm going great, mate. Looking forward to uh, tip off tomorrow night. And I imagine uh, you guys are pretty well primed for it as well. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's, been, honestly, it's been tough for me not being able to be with the team you know, throughout the preseason build-up, obviously being over in Australia with the breakers and just getting back within the last couple of days. But, you know, I've been in contact with the team, watching, you know, the preseason games and scrimmages and the boys looking good and I can't wait to get a, get involved again. Sam, um, you're 24 years of age at the moment, but you've had a, a pretty rich history in basketball so far. Can I, I mean, with a lot of uh, sons of, um, and you're in that category, uh, they're often uh, look to go in one direction and quite often they, they about face and go the other. I've got a son of my own who did exactly the same thing. When did you make the choice for basketball, mate? Um, I, I, I honestly, I, I still, I still remember it. I think uh, it was at Year Nine, one of the Year Nine assemblies of the Targo Boys, and uh, Ryan Martin, coach of rugby at the time, was like, "Right, all Year Nine boys who want to stay behind and play rugby, uh, I want to play rugby this year, stay behind after assembly." And I hadn't really kind of made my mind up at that point, but I was kind of like, you know what? I was going to make basketball my thing, and I just, you know, I walked out of that assembly and never really touched a rugby ball again since. It's quite an incredible story, actually, with uh, the influence of being at Otago Boys as well as, uh, as well as it having it at home as well, mate. You, uh, just to give the folks at home a, a, a little idea why they call you a big, uh, you're two eleven, which is uh, around six foot and eleven and a bit, uh, around one hundred and twenty k. Geez, I understand uh, you are a big, a genuine big, and you've been a big all the time, so. Um, that uh, and people can associate that with Stephen Adams, I guess. So uh, that's your role in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, that isn't my role in the game. Uh, I think it's just, I guess, obviously um, part and parcel. Of, I never really shot up or had a big growth spurt growing up, so it was just you know I was sort of consistently a, a bit taller than everyone else my age. And when you even in New Zealand, because you know we don't have many footers going around in the country. Uh, if your body over like six five, you get put in the centre position, and so yeah, it's just kind of been the the position I slotted into, and I keep growing and keep getting bigger, and it's yeah, it's worked out a lot. You followed the dream, uh, Sam. You went to uh, you became a husky at Washington. Uh, tell us about that experience. 
Um, yeah, there's a, there a lot of dynamics that went into that experience uh, for me personally. I think uh, after my first year there, which I had a pretty solid freshman season, and then uh, the, the head coach there uh, got fired, and then you know we brought the next coach in, um, and even that came with a lot of learning experiences, and there was um, some adjustments that I felt like I needed to make, you know, being a Kiwi and going into an American environment. And, you know, there were some things I did well there and some things I could have improved on. And so, yeah, there's a lot I feel like I left on the table at college personally. But at the end of the day, I learned a lot that I couldn't have learned if I'd stayed in this part of the world. And it's helped me massively as a person, first and foremost, and obviously on the court. We get a taste of it here with March Madness, uh, of course. Um, those of us have followed uh, college basketball, etc. So we're, we're fully aware of the popularity of it. But a lot of people here in New Zealand would just have no idea, would they? Oh man, like, like it's March Madness is bigger than the Super Bowl almost, and uh, I mean even that probably you know a lot of Kiwis wouldn't have a, a real grasp on the the scale of. But you know you talk about you, Otago Uni plays in you know Saturday Men's League, <laughs> whereas you know uh, the universities over there are you know billion dollar entities in their own right, like respectively, not even as a collective. And it's you know in a lot of cases people watch that more than they watch the NBA. It's the scale of it is unreal. It is unreal. Um, uh, it is absolutely, mind-blowingly unreal. You've had uh, already uh, a bit of a history uh, in the NBL back at home as you've uh, been around the traps a wee bit. Uh, second go with the Nuggets, uh, the Rams, the, the Franklin Bulls, who are a new franchise in their own right. So it looks pretty healthy, doesn't it? Uh, what does? Sorry. <laughs> the, the NBL looks pretty uh, healthy. As, as oh, the NBL. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the NBL looks great this year, and, you know, I've been keeping a close eye on the signings and who's picking up who, and I, I think this year's primed to be one of the the, the NZNBL's highest-level competitions with all the names that we've brought in teams across the whole country, and it's going to be like really good for the league, I think, this year, and guys that have done really well in other leagues around the world coming over, and there'll be a lot of eyes watching, and it's only, it's only going to make sure that the league keeps getting better and better and we bring better players and the level goes up and it's better for New Zealand as a whole. Let's look at the, the roster then uh, that, that you guys have been able to put together this year. Um, you lost, uh, I say, a moss out of the group last week. was a lot of, uh, last year I should say, a, a lot of experience there. Uh, but tell us about the, the new imports into the group this year. Um, well, obviously the Keith Williams, who's you know out of Cincinnati, is a, a guy that I haven't seen play a whole lot personally, but you know when um, you know he was announced, as, you know Brent told me we'd signed him. I obviously went and looked at his stuff, and he looks like he's going to be a great player for us. Um, can shoot the ball, play great defense, and get to the rim, score on three levels, which is you know at offer it. That's all you really need to be great in a in any level in basketball. And then obviously to Jim McCall and Todd Withers, who you know I got some experience playing against this year in the AMBL, both. You know, incredible basketball players. Um, both had really, really great performances right in the final round too. You know, Tizia McCoy had 42 points, 10 assists, eight rebounds, five steals, and that was just, you know like, and that's you know probably one of the greatest performances in NBL history. And now he's coming to play for Otago. So if you're an Otago fan, that's something to get excited about. And Todd Withers, I think he had like three from three or four from four from three. Plays great defense. He cares. That's one thing I've heard from you know teammates of mine that I that I know have played with them. They just care about the game. They're great people and you know they're going to add to the team off the court as well as on the court. So very exciting to be on the team and to be a part of the team or just to support the team. 
Sam, is there a bit of concern that you haven't really been to together as a group uh, as such? I mean, you know, you're hitting Nelson tomorrow um, and the Giants. Uh, I just wonder whether, as terms of combinations, etc., are you a little bit worried it might take just a little bit longer to settle into things? Um, yeah, I mean, there's obviously there are obviously downsides that come with you know, not having an entire preseason together, but I think as New Zealand's reaches the New Zealand NBL reaches a higher level of um, you know drawing a higher level of players sometimes there are going to be seasonal overlaps across the world and part of professional basketball is that you know players come and go and you don't always get everyone for the whole time and so as we grow as a league it's going to you know part of that is learning to adapt and the faster you, uh, you can take things on the fly and the faster the less team the less time teams need to be able to click and gel and figure out ways to get the best out of who they've got at the time. You know, those teams that do that the best, they're going to play the best, so that's on us. Been able to do any scouting on the Giants at all, you guys? Yeah, obviously, you know, as I said, you know, keep keep tabs on who's got who around the league, and a lot of the Nelson players are guys that have been in Nelson and played for Nelson for a long time. Um, you know, obviously, they've got Tom Ingham and Sam Dempster and Nick Trayton, and, uh, you know, a lot of those other guys that have you know, you associate with the Nelson Giants and there's a lot of instant chemistry that comes with having those guys on the team and they'll be good at, you know, taking, you know, the imports they have or maybe some other local players that are probably getting a more of a crack than they've had in past years and they'll take them under the wing and they'll bring them into the, the culture that they have there, which is a great culture. You can always tell when you play against the Giants, they all care a lot and they all want to put their bodies on the line for the team. So, you know, regardless of who they have on the on the court, they're always going to be a tough game because they care so much and they play so hard. So it'll be a great first challenge for us. Talking to Sam from, uh, Tummins, folks, who uh, is uh, with the Otago Nuggets, the SENZ Otago Nuggets and the Sal's uh, NBL. Sam just coming back, of course, from a stint with the Breakers. Uh, Sam, not the uh, result-wise anyway, not the happiest time for the Breakers uh, in Australia this time around. Uh, but what did you, Sam Timmins, get out of that experience? Um Man, there were there were so many levels and so many dynamics that contributed to to that being a tough time. You know, like obviously as a team when we went to Australia, the we had the understanding was that we'd be back within a couple months. Um, we had uh, you know just a lot of injuries that plagued us throughout the start of the season, and you know obviously the record. You know any you know you lose three games in a row and the vibe. You know you can feel it. As a, as a competitive team and a group of competitive people and then you add all those things together and then we find out we're there for the whole season. It's it's tough, but, you know, it's all highs and lows and, you know, it all works like a pendulum. So you go one way and you learn from it and the lower you go, the higher you can go and depending on what mindset you go into it with and you come out of it with. So I think there's a lot of us who have learnt a lot of things about ourselves as athletes and what we need and what is uh, going to be conducive to our heads headspace, the things we need to do to look after our mind, body and soul and use the things going forward. So I think the biggest thing for me, honestly, is just making sure I'm doing what I'm doing to find balance in my life. Couldn't really, you know, get away from it at times in the hotel or around the boys and stuff. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, if you're too much of of a good thing is a bad thing. So for anyone, so just finding that balance, man, and staying happy and enjoying it. Sam, just interested to know, I mean, you are a big, you're a, you're a massive unit, and there's always at least one or two in, in, in every side, not, not necessarily on the on the court at the same time, but uh, that presence, I mean, the game is about uh, supposedly lack of contact, but you've got this great physical frame. How hard is it 
to avoid those sort of issues on a court where you become targeted for fouls, where, you know, uh, I, I, and there's such a small space to, to move around in. It must be a real challenge. Um, I think that's probably a pretty common misconception in this part of the world, given that, you know, the main sport that everyone follows is rugby, which is by nature a contact sport. But, you know, basketball is an incredibly physical sport. And, you know, being able to, uh, like, take contact and create contact and be smart about how you make contact is it's what's going to, you know, determine what level you can play at. Because if you're not strong enough and you can't take the contact, you won't, you won't go up any higher. So... In, in a lot of ways, me having that, you know, the size and strength to, you know, use on the court the way I do, it's a massive asset. And I think, I think in, in terms of um, it being a, like a disadvantage in terms of like foul calls and, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm not going to be the fastest person on any court that I, that I get on. But, you know, there's ways, and ways you can get around that, ways you can use your body. But to answer your question, basketball is an incredibly physical sport. So, you know, being big and strong is always going to be an asset. What have you made um, of uh, Stephen Adams and his, his development? I mean, he went through the same pathways as you do, didn't spend as, as long as, uh, as you at university as such. But what about his, his rise to fame? And where do you think he sits now if you look at this current series involving, involving the Memphis uh, Grizzlies where his court time is uh, next to nothing uh, in this series? Um, I mean, like, utmost respect for Steve, you know, the way that he's, he's gone about his business because, you know, obviously coming from the background he came from, he had to work his ass off to get where he got and, you know, hard work paid off for him. And I think the coolest thing about him is that he's never, you know, been anyone else for anyone else. And, you know, he's done a lot of things that people idolise him for. And, you know, he's also made a lot of decisions, especially regarding the national team that have called his, you know, what it lies loyalty to New Zealand into question and stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, he's done what it, what he wanted to do and he's done what's best for him. And as a professional athlete, sometimes you, you feel tugged in a lot of directions to, to please people that are, you know, not you or not your family. And so our most respect for sticking to his guns and just doing it the way he's wanted to do it. What about uh, the other bigs in the league? Who, who are the guys that uh, really inspire you, uh, aside from Stephen Adams, who's done it the hard way, as you said, coming from uh, this far away? Uh, but what about the bigs in the league? Who are the guys that really, really do impress you? Um, obviously, uh, Nikola Jokic is just like, it's incredible watching him play the game. Just because obviously he's, you know, athletically, he doesn't pass the eye test from, you know, just about any, you know, any league. If you look at him, you know, he's barely able to dunk and he's seven foot. But it's just the fact that he's, as I said before, he's so strong. He knows how to use his strength and his throw his weight around in the right ways. He sees the game like, you know, a very, very small percentage of basketball players in the world. He's in passes he's able to make. The plays that he's able to make for his teammates and the way that he's able to score the ball is just, you know, it's, it's incredible to watch from... You know, whether you know the game and you're looking for the little, the littlest detail or you're just a, a casual fan and you want to make someone just de- do dazzling things, it's, it's incredible to watch him play. And then also the way that Carl Anthony Towns is playing, uh, especially the last game that he had in that uh, series with them in Memphis, he, he's, the way he's able to shoot the ball and uh, create in ways that it's not common for someone of his size to do. And obviously Joel Embiid, the season he's had so those three guys are just you know they're incredible to watch especially for for me being in my position who, who wins the NBA then um, from your point of view Sam uh, 
the whole NBA. Um, and that's, I mean, that's, that's a big call to make. But I think as long as you've got a guy like, if you got a guy like that on your, those three guys, a guy like that on your team, um, obviously it's hard to it's hard to bet against Giannis and the things that he's able to do on the court. So mm. whoever wins the team, it'll have either those three guys that I mentioned or Giannis on their team. Just um, just finally, who's your team? I mean, uh, being Washington based for quite an influential part of your life, does that make you automatically a Wizards fan, or or you, you got someone else? Uh, different, different Washington. That's uh, Washington DC, and yeah. I, was from, I went to yeah. Washington State, which is in the, the top left. So, yeah. um, but I mean, I think I, I'm, you know, obviously not growing up in America. I didn't have an NBA team that I followed. So, for me, it's kind of more what we were talking about before. I just have players that I like mm. to watch, and I, I like to see their teams do well. Does Jordan still have anything to do with the Washington Wizards? Would you know Michael Jordan? Uh, he's the he's the owner of the of the Hornets. Oh, the Hornets now. He's gone across That's to the it. Hornets. Well, there you go. Yeah. Wow, he, nice, he, he nice, to, nice to have some money, eh? Uh, okay, well, tomorrow night, 7.30, I think it is, sales NBL action, and it is uh, the uh, Otago Nuggets, SENZ Otago Nuggets against the Nelson Giants. We've been talking to Sam Timmons. Good luck for the season, mate. Uh, rest assured you've got this station's interests on your shoulders. You realise that, don't you? I do. And so it's good to have a bit of extra pressure. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, good on you, Sam. Great to catch up with you and uh, find about, uh, a bit more about life as uh, a big guy. Thank you. Uh, and go well, please. Cheers. Have a good one, too. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.